June 8th. We had an early start today and we are all exhausted. We reached the seafloor cap with no hiccups and passed all pressurization tests within the hour. Within two hours, we were all loaded up into our rigs and we started drilling. The bulk rig is a bit cramped, but we all have our own space when we're operating, so it's fine for now. I'm happy to report that despite yesterday's setbacks, we're on schedule to reach the deposit on time. Morale is still kind of low, but we know we're all here to do a job, and they'll get off when this is all over. Hopefully, I'll be able to take that vacation to Tahiti I've always wanted. But anyways, there's still a long way to go. End of audio log 7. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, guys? This is your host, Brandon. And this is Blake. And this is your favorite video game podcast, the Sticky Buttons Podcast. It's a pretty chill video game podcast, and we talk about the games we love. And today we're talking about some very cool announcements, some things that have come out recently, things we're excited about. This episode's all about Pokemon Legends Arceus and Brilliant, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. What we know so far, release dates, kind of what we're excited for. And we're just going to talk about it because we can't play these games yet, but we're super stoked for it. I, I just can't wait. It's right around the corner. It's not season, it's Pokemon season. And man, we're, we're in for one hell of a season, Blake, with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl coming out. I can't wait. Actually, dude, say, man, I cannot wait. I actually think in one of our first episodes, we said, um, I was talking about how I was replaying Pearl. And I was like, man, I just wish I could just throw this up on the TV. And I wish I could just play this. And, you know, lo and behold, like a year later, man, we're going to get that. I do remember you saying something along those lines. It's, it's insane. Manifestation is a very real thing, ladies and gentlemen. We made it happen. We had that one cursed episode where we talked about Gengar the whole time. And then, boom, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> but which one are you more excited for? Are you more excited for Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl? That is a tough one, man. I'm, I honestly, I don't know if I know. Do you have an answer for that? I do. I, I would really want to play Shining Pearl more just because my first playthrough of the Sinnoh region was Pearl. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mine was actually the Platinum, but I'm still so excited either way. I mean, this is, I think that this was really probably, this might've been my favorite gem. It's possible. Because I mean the, really? the, I mean like obviously like you can't touch the first one you play. That's high praise. You know, but I mean this was the second one that I played, so I was like I had already I came into it I already knew what to expect I already knew I was gonna love it, and yeah, man, me and my chimchar dude we ran we ran the region. You guys ran shit. I'm so excited, man. That's what I like. I I think I honestly, despite me like being super excited to get into this. Also, like, this is also the second mainline game that's going to be on the Switch, which is really exciting. I've talked about it a little bit, but I've recently been very quietly trying to buy up all the other gens that I never played because Pokemon Sword really got me back into Pokemon. I'm really excited to play this one out, or to play this one through fruition, I guess is a good way to say it. You know, because, I mean, when I played it earlier, like a year or two ago when I was playing through Pearl, I just like there's so many like life improvements and stuff and I like really wanted a Gengar but I was like man like I can't trade with anybody so I couldn't get the Gengar and I actually I think actually I don't think I've talked about this on the on the pod but I actually put it down I almost be I think I'm like six seven gyms in and I just like put it down 
because I was talking to an NPC and they're like, hey, do you want to trade your Gengar or something for a Gengar? And I was like, yes, like, let me go catch that Pokemon. I'll be right back. I went and caught that Pokemon, went back to that NPC's house. They traded it to me and I was like, why, why didn't it evolve? And then like, lo and behold, the NPC was like, I bet you thought that was going to evolve, but it's holding an Everstone. They eat it. played me. They say they eat. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, you know, actually, I'm just going to stop playing this. <laughs> I would too. I kind of hope that comes up. I, I didn't really even like remember that, but I hope that there's that NPC out there that's going to do that for you in this gym. It's going to teach you about the Everstone item. Yeah, I think that might, I think that is probably what it was. But man, I was sad. I was really sad when that happened. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was a great way to learn your lesson. Don't get your hopes up on NPCs. Yep. I'll be honest, though. I, I am probably more excited for the Legends Arceus, though. I mean, it's the open world, open world Pokemon game, man. We've all been waiting for this for forever. Although I do kind of want to talk about that, like when we're just kind of talking about the games, because I'm, I don't really think it's going to be that. That's like my, I guess we'll talk about it later, but those are kind of like my predictions. I don't think it's going to be the open world game that we're all hoping for. But that being said, it's still open world and I'm still super stoked for it. It's interesting. I want to hear your takes on that because I, I also have some, some theories on how the game is going to work. And yeah, that's the other game we're going to be talking about today is, is Pokemon Lady. I mean, Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> the Lady Legend. Lady of Legends herself. <laughs> Lady Arceus. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm pretty sure that the uh, the legendaries don't have gender. Yeah, especially not Arceus. I think Arceus like birthed all the other Pokemon. I was going to say, isn't that the god Pokemon? Something like that. Actually, maybe it is Lady Lady Arceus. Perhaps. It can be, it can be headcanon perhaps all right so legends arceus came out or is going to come out on january 28th 2021 i will be at a wedding that weekend so brandon will have to give you i think you some fresh takes on that right when it comes out and the brilliant diamond and shining pearl remakes come out on november 19th and there's also another big release that comes out right before that that i'm personally excited about the guardians of the galaxy game comes out on october 26th so i mean it's like kind of like a month apart but i'm i'm just pumped for that game too and i guess before we get into it really quick we just want to say that i mean obviously like we're kind of like really hyped and excited for this game but i mean definitely you have to take it at like face value and you know not get swept up into the marketing you know as we've talked about before you know especially with our video or not video our podcast episode about blood sweat and pixels that kind of came from us learning more about how they release like cinematic trailers and sometimes like the marketing does not really reflect what the final game is but so just keep that in mind not to get like too excited and not to read too much into what we're saying uh, because we're about to just get super hype about this (laughs) and definitely like curve your expectations a little bit but i mean still like this is a gen 4 pokemon game you're going to be able to play on your tv and a new open world pokemon game all right, dude, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's uh, hop into Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Definitely. Good idea. So basically what we're going to do, we're kind of just going to talk about some things we know, what we're excited for, like predictions and concerns. So let's start off. Obviously, we know the release date. That is November 19th. And 
I'm dude, first thing, like first thing that I saw out of the new stuff that I was really excited for was the underground areas that you can like visit with your explorer kit. You're excited for the underground areas you can visit with the explorer kit. Yeah, I'm excited for those, man. It looks like they totally like redid those areas and catch Pokemon down there now. That was like the feature in the game where you could like dig into the caves mm-hmm. and try and find like fossils and other items. Gems, yeah. Do you do you use that too much in the game that you played? Not really. But in general, I don't really use many other like side features in the Pokemon games. Yeah. That's also, I guess that's a perfect segue into the contest. We do know they're gonna have contests. Did you ever play the contest? I only did it when they made me for the story. Oh, do they make you do it for the story? Oh man, I'll be honest. I don't really love the con the, um, the contest. I mean, like they're kind of fun, but I don't know. I mean, they're kind of like mini games. It's kind of fun, but I, I mean, I think you have to like breed Pokemon for contests in order to like win the contest. Yeah, no, you definitely do. And I just like I was never really that into it. I was never that invested, especially like I finally figured out how to breed Pokemon in this past gen. So now that I now I know what to do, maybe maybe I'll be more into it, but. I definitely think it's like a feature for those people that love breeding. I think it's amazing that the, a game like Pokemon that is quote unquote designed for kids gets so intricate like that where, you know, there's their whole niche. Definitely a lot of layers. Yeah. And I mean, like, hey, there are definitely people that love the contest. So I mean, because I mean, like, if you think about it, like, it's just kind of cool that that is like there and like you don't have to interact with that, I guess, aside from the one. But it's time. always in the game. Mm hmm. Yeah, and you can, like, there's so much you can do. Like, if you go back to that, you could just endlessly, endlessly play that pretty much. Yeah. Because I think it has, like, its own, like, system, kind of like gems. Like, you kind of, like, work your way up through them, you know? No, it does. You get points and stuff. You also get rewards. You get, like, access to certain, like, items and things you wouldn't otherwise. Right. Another thing that we know that they're going to have is stickers on the balls. Are you excited for those at all? Like, stickers on the Pokeballs? Nah. <laughs> Yeah, you're shaking his head. You know that is. <laughs> Honestly, you couldn't miss it if you watched the trailer. For that you couldn't miss this part. Basically, they kind of had like a couple like one-liners about how you can add stickers to your Pokeball, and when you throw it out, like let's say you have like a sticker that looks like a music note, you can put that on, and when you throw it out, like a music note will like appear as you throw it out. Or you can put like confetti. So like if you throw the ball out, like okay, I see. That's pretty, that's cute. It's kind of cool. Like, you know how in the ultra ball, like the ultra beast ball, when you throw that out, it's kind of like, it has like a little animation and it's super sick. It's kind of like that, but on like a lower scale, kind of, and it's like more specific confetti, or I think they showed fireworks in the trailer too, which is kind of cool, you know, because sometimes like you're, you just like, you don't really know what Pokemon you're going to like on the playthrough and you just like catch it with like a normal ball or something. You're like, Oh, I wish I could spice this up a little bit. Like had I known maybe I would have tried like a different ball. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that you can do that retroactively. I might try that out. I think that might've been a feature in the first game because they said the originals and because they said there was like a 2d view and a 3d view. I'm just kind of like, I don't really remember this at all. So no, I don't remember being able to put stickers on my Pokeballs. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I don't want to say that it's not an... I don't know. I don't know if it's a new feature or not, but they're definitely going to have it in this. So I'm excited for that. Actually, this is the stuff that we know about. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I'm not super excited, but I mean, like, it's kind of cool. So yeah, the only other thing I wanted to talk about in this is the union rooms, which is... 
<laughs> I guess they're like take on the the Y link <laughs> from the Pokemon Sword and Shield ones, which was kind of how you interacted with their online play, either via trading via the internet, using friend codes, or battling via friend codes, or kind of myriad of things you can do online. But basically, instead of going into a menu, which on the Switch is like the wide link, which is terrible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't personally like it that much. Do you have any feelings towards the wide link? I mean, for Nintendo, they've always been kind of whack with like their internet integration. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. You get what you get with Nintendo. I mean, like, definitely I'd rather have it than not. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes like you'll get in and you'll try and do some you know, for me personally, like I'll try and do like a max rate then or no. So, so it's called, there's so many of them. I get, I get them confused because you, you get more, there's more names in the, the DLC. Yeah. So there's max rate layers in the DLC, but yeah, it's max rate dense that you can just jump into online. A lot of times I'll try and do one. And by the time, like I click on it, like the lobby will already be full. You can only put three people in it, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of excited to see what that's going to be like. I'm just I'm just kind of interested in that, just to see if it if it's like a step down from the Wiling or if they made any improvements. Because yeah, like you said, I mean, Nintendo's kind of whack when it comes to online stuff. So I can see this being I can see it going both ways. I can see this being way better than the Wiling, and I can also see it be see it being way worse. So I'm interested to see see how that plays out, and also something that we know for both of these games is that competitive play is going to stay in Sword and Shield. So if you're interested in playing this competitively, which I mean, neither of us really do that, but I think that's interesting because normally I think they make the the current game, the one that they keep competitive in. So that means that neither of these are the, the new game, I guess the new mainline game for the next competitive. Or cause I, I guess competitive is same with Sword and Shield. Like it's not technically the new gen. You know what I mean? It's just like a kind of like a side game, kind of like Pokemon Let's Go EV. Yeah, kind of like that. So yeah, this is for both of those. For both Legends Arceus and Brilliant Diamond. So yeah, let's talk about what we're excited for, man. Do you have anything that you're especially excited for right off the bat with these? I'm excited for seeing the like the Pokemon art on the region. Well, like just playing it on, on my tv and seeing the region like that how that like pans out in comparison all the colors all the art like i just want to see what it looks like you know yeah man and just taking all that nostalgia i think that's a that's a big reason why a lot of people are, are going to be going back to this title yeah definitely and i'm stoked man i can't wait to see piplup i definitely i've decided out you're gonna do piplup i'm gonna do piplup but i might do all three starters again well, so that's the thing, man. They they actually, they're not having home support. So I had kind of, I had already like in preparation for these before they were announced, I like pretty much picked my team. Like I had four Pokemon that I wanted. I guess maybe I had the whole, the whole team, whole lineup. And I put them, I like breeded them and put them in my Pokemon home ready to go. So that as soon as I get to like the first town, I can just load those guys in. But their support is not coming out for Pokemon Home. So you will, won't be able to do that by yourself, but I mean, you can do that with me. That's awesome. So we could we could do it. I don't know. I mean, I kind of wish that the Pokemon Home was ready to go right away, but 
I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just hop on and trade trade starters. We could do that for each other. So we could start each other like a new game. It's tricky. How would we do that? I think you'd have to, one person would have to do, like, so let's say I just started and I I got to like the second town or whatever. And then you'd start, you would do all the other two starters for me. And then you would do the other two starters for you. So you would send me a Piplup and a Turtwig. And then you would send yourself, but you would send it to me, a Turtwig and a Chimchar. And then you would, then you would go and do your, your lineup and you would get Piplup. And then once you get to the town, I would trade you those two, the two back. And then how would you get your Pokemon? So you'd have to do that first. So you would have to, so one person would have to restart the game four times, five times, actually. That's a tricky, yeah. tricky thing. I'm down to do it in person. Yeah, let's do it, man. We'll get together. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. I don't know. I It would make it so much easier just to do it on your own. Like me personally, I just am starting to, or well, this summer I started to play through the the remakes of, I guess the remake is Alpha Sapphire, which is the remake of Gen 3. And this is the remake of Gen 4. And I had, they have Pokemon Bank on the 3DS, which I had to, had to shell out some, some money for, but I was able to do that on my own. And I think it took me like two to three hours, but I also like, I didn't do it as fast as I could. Like I, I leveled each one of them up to 10 and then sent them to my bank and then I restarted it. So what was I going to say? Oh, actually, you know, it's, it's funny that you bring up how it's just going to like look on the TV and stuff because after restarting the gen three, like the alpha, alpha Sapphire, I'm just going to come out and say it, man. I think it, I don't think it aged well at all. Like, I think that the original Gen 3 that you can play looks better than the remakes. Really? Straight up, man. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but I, I really don't think that the, from whenever those 3D remakes came out, which I guess I can look that up when that came out. It was like 2017. I think so. I think because that was when the, was when the 3DS was in its prime. So you're saying you don't think those remakes were better than the OGs? No. I can I can see that. I mean, the same argument could be made about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Right. That's kind of what I'm I'm wondering about. They were released in 2014. Hold on. Okay, so the original Ruby and Sapphire were released in November 21st of 20 or 2002. And the remakes were released in November of 2014. So that is 12 years, a 12-year difference. And I, I seriously believe that if you go back to it today in 2021, the original Gen 3, like just the top-down 2D art looks way better than the remake. And I think that's Gen 7. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Gen 7. I think that, I think that, I think it just looks better. I think it aged better. Because the 3D graphics for Pokemon were kind of new at the time. Because, I mean, I think that Gen 4, the one that they're remaking, I think this is the first one that they didn't... I think this was the last one in 2D. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then then they transitioned to 3D. I just don't think those ones look good. The 3D ones do look a little off. And I think it might have something to do with how the 3DS had that little slider. And you remember, and you could like turn on the graphic. I feel like that really threw off like the way that they were able to make Pokemon games. 
Yeah, I, I agree, man. So I'm because I think this was like I said, I think this was the last 2D game. So I'm just kind of curious to see how that looks, how it's gonna look. If it's gonna look better than what it looked like, than what the like the remake looked like. I'm just curious. Cause also one thing that definitely looks better in the remakes is that like when you go into a battle, you like the background changes based on where you are in the game. And that happened, I mean that happened in Gen 7, uh, Gen 7. It happened in the Pokemon Sword. And I was like, first time I saw that, I was like enamored by that. I thought it was so cool. And in the trailers, they do show that that's going to happen for Gen 4, the Gen 4 remakes. So I'm just really excited for that. I think that that's going to look good. The little touches that like they brought from mm-hmm. modern games that we really fell in love with. Yeah, definitely. I guess just moving right along with something else that I'm excited for. I'm so excited that they have different outfits, man. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. I'll be honest, dude. I really hated the the hat that the guy had in Gen Four. What was that? What kind of hat is that? A messenger hat? Oh, I don't even know. I think it was supposed to be like a newsboy hat or like a golfer hat, somewhere in between. Oh, this is garbage, dude. I'm gonna be honest. I played as the girl. It looks so bad, dude. It honestly, it was arguably worse than the shoes that we got in Pokemon Sword. <laughs> the backpack, <laughs> dude. This shoes. <laughs> Uh yuck. Uh, yeah, so I'm not super excited about that. I well, I am super excited that they're gonna have outfits. So you don't have to do that because I was I was like going into this. I was like, oh, they still have that stupid hat. Looks like I'm playing as a girl, which like it's fine. But I think it's cool that I'll like. I mean, like obviously, like representation. You know, like it's cool to play what you are. So I'm just excited for that that I'll be able to play as a guy and not have to deal with that stupid hat. Although I might eat my words, man, because if it's the same, like if it even if it like looks the same, but it's a different color, it's so I don't know. Maybe I should just play as a girl. <laughs> Whatever looks better. I guess I might I might wait a day or two and just to see what kind of outfits and look it up. Maybe I'll do that. So then I don't have to pre-order it. But I'm also really excited for the hidden bases. Did you see those? Those are like the the places where they had like the statues and stuff yeah i remember that feature from pearl i thought it was did you ever use it i did i never really got like too in-depth about it but they made it look a lot cooler this time around i think they spent a lot more time with the feature and so this time they made it look i definitely play around with it yeah i think it's like an online thing too so like i think we can see each other's bases and stuff so that might be cool just to like go hang out on each other's bases i think that'd be cool I also I I never used this at all. I didn't do this at all in the in the, the first first one. So I'm excited to give that a try. And it also the another thing they said, I guess that your which statues you have in your hidden base ties to the underground. And also I we kind of we kind of mentioned the underground a little bit, but we didn't really get too in depth. It looks like the underground is going to be how the wild areas were in Pokemon Sword. Mm. So it kind of like if you look at the the gameplay that they had out on the trailers like you'll see like a pokey it was actually a munchlax and the munchlax was running up to the person as if it was like in the wild area so i'm kind of excited for that but i guess those those statues so it looks like those statues are going to have an effect on which pokemon are out there in your underground yeah that's an interesting feature yeah, I would say probably the the other biggest thing that I'm excited for is that your Pokemon can follow you outside of the ball. That's pretty cool. 
I'm excited for that, man. That's it's kind of like a finally, man. Like how many like people have been asking that for forever, dude. Like I'm just so happy that that's in like the whole game because they do have that in the the sword and shield DLCs, which is sick, by the way. I love. I just love having your Pokemon follow you around, man. It makes it like such a such a chiller experience, you know. I can see why, because like you can just have them walking around. It's really cool. It's a cool vibe. It reminds me of Heart Gold and um, Soul Silver. I didn't know you. I didn't know your Pokemon could follow you around. Now. Do you remember the remakes? I I have them. I have not played them. And the remakes that they made that feature and it was so cool. Everyone was like, "Damn, this is awesome!" And you could walk around. Do they have that in the in this? I have a uh, Pokemon Crystal. That's it's the same gen, right? That's a good question. I I think so. I want to say yes, but don't quote me on that. I'll have to look that up later. But yeah, I remember like I would walk around with like a ho a ho. And it was like this huge mm-hmm. Pokemon behind you. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That just seems like so fun, dude. I'm really excited you jump back into this. And, and also, like, it's a top-down. It looks, for the most part, it looks to be top-down. Which, I not that I, like, I really liked what they did with Sword, but I think that uh, I'm going to be down to jump into the top-down again. Yeah. People miss it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, pretty much, I got to ask, now. the last thing I'm excited for I'm so excited to get back and fight some Team Galactic, man. Really? I'm going to be honest. They were my favorite villains. You want to pick them up? I just I just think they're the coolest. I, I know that people absolutely hate their outfits. I love it, dude. I think it's so cool. That was just like sci-fi. Also, I loved the music that they had for it, too. I thought it was... Yeah, their music is sick. Those soundtracks. Yeah, so I'm hoping that those stay pretty much the same. And I'm just excited to beat up some Team Galactic and see their goofy outfits and their silver hair and i'm just about it man <laughs> all right dear. so do you have any predictions for this game as far as like how i think it's gonna do or um i was kind of thinking more along the, the lines of uh the hms which is kind of i don't know if they haven't said anything about it it kind of feels like it's an elephant in the room a little bit in certain ways what do you think they're gonna do? I mean, I think I think they're gonna keep the gyms the same. No, you think they're gonna make like no, gym? not the gyms, the the HMs, the HMs, like the like using cut and oh, H- Pokemon HM Rock Smash. Hmm, that's a good question. I feel like and like the rock climb surf. I, I feel like they might adapt the system from Sword and Shield. You think so? I think that. I mean, how do you like that system? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I at first I was like I hated I hated HMs. I thought they were terrible. But now that we don't have them, I think a remake might be the perfect place to have them. I mean, I'm gonna be honest because I mean, like you have to have a Pokemon in your party has to have the move if you're gonna use it. And here's the thing: they did something for Pokemon Sword and Shield that I think they're gonna do for this one. And if they have that, it'll completely make the the HMs, like, it'll totally make it usable again for me. So one thing you could do wherever you are in the game, for the most part, wherever you are, you can access your boxes from just about anywhere. So, like, wherever you are in the overworld, you can just, like, pull up the menu, go into your boxes, take a Pokemon from your party, put it in your box. Right. Take a Pokemon from your box, put it in your party. And if they gave us that quality of life improvement, I would not mind HMs at all. Because one of the things that I like to have, like, I, I mean, like, 
an HM, that's like a big deal because it takes up a, a move that could potentially be like a battle move. So you are not going to give your starter Pokemon cut because then it's stuck with cut for the rest of the game. Because that's like, an, you can't delete it once it's there. So I think that they might tweak that to where like, yeah, you can delete it. But if they make it so like you can access your Pokemon boxes from anywhere in the world, sign me up for HMs. Like that might be fun to have like, you could, I mean, just you just have like another set of Pokemon, you know? So I just think have like just have like an HM box ready an for HM box, yeah. anything that might pop up in, in the field. Yeah. That quality of life improvement would be great for, for that region specifically because there's just so much. Um, yeah. I just remember there being a lot of caves just being away from the mountain centers. Yeah, that's another thing too. There are a lot of caves in this game. That would be nice if you were in a cave and like your team was just kind of drained. Just to like be able to just pull something out of the box. Yeah. I honestly dude, you can just have a whole water team just made for caves. Call it your splunking oh, team. You're horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> you just, just the poor Pokemon that reside in that cave. Yeah, but I that's about it for me on these. I'm just excited to play it, dude. Really, man. I just love that you can finally get outfits, Pokemon can follow you around. Like I'm ex- honestly, dude, I don't remember any of the gyms. We kind of mentioned it. Yeah, but- me. Me either, and I'm curious to the the degree of which they're gonna like copy the original game. Yeah, that too. That would be that's how much are they going to you know imitate? It's obviously gonna change a couple things. Yeah, because I had to give it a percentage, like a guess. I think they're gonna copy like eighty five percent. You think they're gonna like redo kind of like I don't know if you played the the remakes for Gen three, like the Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. But like when you went into the gyms, it was just totally different. Like, yeah, no, I, I, and I appreciated that. I thought that, that they took the time to like go into those games and like just provide a different experience for people. At the end of the day, there were people who are really good at Pokemon, like scarily good, and that's <laughs> and that's why we get a new game like every year. We're constantly getting new games because we need to satiate the Pokemon you know fanatics so. <laughs> i feel like i'm slowly becoming man <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to because it's such a great it's just such a great place but on to the next one yeah yeah i mean that's why we're here i mean we actually we've been recording for a while we haven't really touched this yet yeah dude legends arceus baby i'm i'm pumped man i really am so excited for this dude and it's such an interesting you know we're just talking about like Pokemon being such an interesting place in the universe and then this is like kind of incorporating the history dynamic of it all like the timeline of it all yeah that's really cool it's always nice when like a universe that's like made up starts to incorporate these things and like MCU and like tying in like you know a timeline and stuff and Pokemon doing the same thing it's really exciting because then it opens the door for a lot more like lore and games and content Definitely. And I love that they're giving us this one because in, I don't know if you remember this, but at the time when Gen 4, the original Diamond and Pearl came out, you had to do this mission where you learned about the legendaries and you had to go into this library and you really had to like go one book for like, like one book, one book, one book, like down the line. And like, it would like, like you'd have to read these text boxes in order to progress the story. And it was insane. Like It was so cool. Like learning, like, I think it was probably one of the first times we got like a ton of lore about what was before what we have now. So 
I think that really like piqued people's curiosity. It definitely piqued mine. Like, I think that's kind of what they're referring to when they say legends RCX. Like, they really did. Like, those were just legends in the game that they talked about on that gen. So that's just so it's really exciting. It really kind of feels like that they're doing it for this one. It kind of feels like fan service that they're that they're trying this new thing in this way for that a little bit, and that's exciting. Yeah. And do you think you know it's interesting you put it that way? Do you think this is a way for you know Pokemon as a company to test out the waters on a bunch of new features and different style of the Pokemon game? Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you think they're really committed on like this going back to the beginning of Pokemon and they're going to just, you know, really stick to this kind of niche? I don't think they're, I don't think they're committed to it at all. I think this is going to break the molds on a lot of things. And I guess we're just going to go into it a little bit because one of the things that they, they talk about in the, in the trailer, which I guess we can kind of like break down a little bit more what that means. They talk about, you're going to have either strong style or agile style that you can pick during a Pokemon battle. And that really, that's that's like a really big indicator of what they're changing. And this is kind of what I said. I don't think, a, I think a lot of people are not going to like this. I mean, I hope that people love it, myself included. You're right. But that's kind of the, them having that there. And then you can see that Pokemon can attack you in the overworld, which is also, it's just, it kind of, what it means is that they're, instead of making it a turn-based game, like they've previously been in the past, where it's like one Pokemon goes, you select a move, and then the other Pokemon goes, and you select a move. Instead of that being like the turn v turn, it's going to be a real-time game, which I think the, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Dragon Quest games, I think those were real-time turn-based combat. Yep, that's exactly what they were. Yeah, so that's kind of like, if you're in like the turn v turn, I don't know, I guess like you're in, you're locked in combat, you can like literally move your body in Dragon Quest to, to dodge an attack. And there's like a couple others that I've played, like a lot of people think that real time turn-based combat is like the evolution of turn-based combat, like just from like a game mechanics standpoint. So I'm really excited to see how that works in the Pokemon they've just had so many games that have just been like turn-based and that's like kind of the part that i'm excited to see if all like it's i very much use it as like a chill game and i do it while i'm watching i normally play it if i'm like distracted or i can play it when i'm watching a movie or something like i love like it's something that i've only like started doing in the pandemic like the last six months like i'm trying to watch some of the anime so i'll like throw up the gen one anime which is on netflix and i'll play a little bit of Pokemon and I just find myself like I'll get like sucked into the other thing and I'll look down and I'll be like oh it's still my turn like I didn't end up beating this Garchomp or whatever (laughs) that takes me back man I used to do that a lot like just watch the show and play just kind of like really get into it yeah so I'm I'm just kind of curious to see how that's going to work out and I really hope that it works out works out for Pokemon because like they're trying so many new things like it's going to be open world they're going to have this. They're going to have a ton of other stuff that we haven't even talked about yet. But man, so I guess let's just keep going. Like that is definitely, I think that's the big thing that says that they're just trying something out. They don't know if it's going to work. Because I mean, how many games have they had that have just been turn-based, you know? How many games? All the gems. Everything. Everything, yeah. So that's, 
that's a signal to me. Also, another signal to me that they're just trying something new is that competitive play is not in this, which actually, really quick, they do not mention a single time in any of the promotional material that there's going to be PvP Pokemon battles, which, so like, if you're not really in the in the meta, I guess, that means that they're, they have not mentioned another time where you will fight another trainer as a Pokemon trainer, which is kind of like the whole thing, like the whole MO of the series, which kind of like going back to like Sword and Shield, like the whole thing about that is they were like, hey, like if you're a trainer and you have to go and battle these eight gyms and then you take on the Elite Four, which that's kind of like what it's, that's like what it, they've always had that. And they've kind of like strayed a little bit here and there on like what the game really is. Like, is is it about the story? Is it about completing the Pokédex? But I think like all those things are there, but at its core, it's like you're going out on an adventure to beat these eight gyms and then take on the Elite Four. There's no Elite Four. There's no gyms in this. There is not a single mention of other Pokemon trainers because like you said, this is from like the history of this region like this is they literally say in it people are terrified of pokemon this is before pokemon and people existed or coexisted interesting so i'm very excited for that it also looked like they have some things where like their camps where you can like craft pokeballs i totally forgot about that i just like i'm just excited for that and it looks like they're not going to have like pokemon centers like you have to go to this camp and like sleep on a cot and that's how you like rest and recover both yourself and your Pokemon, because in this game, they also say, like, you have a health bar and, like, a Pokemon attack you out in the wild, which has never happened before. Oh, shit. So they literally show in the, I think they show it in the trailer, like, what happens if you get attacked by by a Pokemon. And it's this Shinx that's, like, twice as big as the player character just zaps them with some lightning and then they black out. So... <laughs> That is, that's just crazy. That's hilarious. Pokemon are going to mess you up, dude. They're going to really try and like beat you up. You got to have your Pokemon ready to protect you. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think they're taking a lot of swings with this. And I really hope it works out. I think it will, man. I I believe in their ability. I I think they're going to execute it well. And from here on out, we're going to see just a different approach at making Pokemon games. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited. I really am. I'm, and I just want to say this, like, I'm concerned, not, not about this, but I'm really just concerned about, like, negative people online, like, negative vocal people online, like, because this is different. Like, this is gonna be different. And there's only, like, whenever, like, there's new things, like, new technologies, whenever, like, a game franchise takes a leap, like, most of the time, there's like, like a group of the fan base that just like is very vocal, and they just like kind of have a lot of negativity so i'm i'm really hoping that there's not a ton of negativity out there but if there is some negativity like just keep in mind like you don't have to listen to those people like if you if i don't know i'm assuming that this is going to come out and it's going to be good and we're going to like it like i'm personally really excited for new things and i'm just excited to see what the pokemon company can do next so but i mean obviously like like I said, there's like no mention of like the two things that a lot of people think it's is at its core, which is, you know, fighting Pokemon trainers and taking on the gym. And there's no mention of that. So this is the first open world and that's really exciting. And I don't know, I really hate that like, like even like right now in September, 
you know, of 2021, people are just like absolutely flipping out about the graphic graphics of it. And I'm just like, dude, just like chill out. Dude. I mean, it's, and it's also things like, honestly, if it's not your boat, you know, just don't play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly, like, we should just leave it there. Like try and stay positive. Like, and if those people are being vocal, just, just to tune them out. Cause this is, I, I mean, you never know what this is going to be. It's not out yet, but. We're just definitely going to try and stay positive, at least here on the Sticky Buttons pod. Anything else? Like, I have so many other, like, bullet points. I think we've kind of hit on some of the big ones for this, but, oh, man. I'm, I'm really excited for I'm really excited for some stuff. Do you have anything else you want to talk on before I jump into some other stuff? As far as the Pokemon, I think we touched on pretty much a lot of it. Let's, let's go ahead and move on. Yeah, so the, the Hisui region is kind of what it – is what they they said it's going to be, which I think is cool. They gave it a whole a whole different name, even though it like takes place in the same place as Shining Diamond and Pearl. It takes place in the same area, I guess. The it's, same. In the, it's in the Sinnoh region, Sinnoh region, but it's just not known as the Sinnoh yet. Yeah, that's yeah. They say that in the trailer that this is now the Hisui region. Yeah, and which will eventually become the Shino region. So I'm really excited about that. It looks like they have a lot of regional evolutions. And it looks like they're all kind of based on like the harsher climate of what will become the Shino region. So I'm really excited about that. Is there any, are there any new Pokemon? Oh yeah. They've, they've confirmed, well, first off, they have a new form of Growlithe that they have in the trailers, which looks super cool. He looks so cute, man. You should look that up really quick and I'll look up the other ones. Oh, I see him. He looks so cute, dude. He looks so cute. He's got like this like little beard. It does look adorable. Yeah. I can't wait. There's a bunch of new forms. Yeah, there's a bunch of new forms. So yeah, so they have the the Hisuian Growlithe, which just looks so cute. Like seriously, he just looks so cute. And they have not announced like what the Hisuian version will look like when he evolves. So that's super cool too. And they also have the Hisuian Basket Legion which is basically like a Basculin, which does not evolve in the other, the other mainline games. But Basculin Legion is a water ghost type Pokemon. And what they say in the trailer is that it is possessed by the spirits of dead Basculin that didn't make it upstream. <laughs> so <laughs> that's probably going to be the entry for that. But also like really quick on that, like you ride Basculin Legion. Like it is, there are three mounts, like three Pokemon that are mounts in this game. And that is super cool. So Basket Legion is one of them. The Y-Deer is another one, which is a normal psychic Pokemon. And it just has like these crazy, like cool, like horns and like a beard. And that's kind of like your, I guess, quote unquote, like horse mount in an open world game. And they also have the Hisuian Braviary, which is a flying psychic type as well, or also a psychic type. And it kind of, I think they say that in the, the region that it had to evolve into a different Hisuian Braviary to face the elements or something like that. So I'm really excited to see what they have. And actually, man, I have a prediction. Actually, it's not, it's a pretty common prediction. Like it's very much going around the internet at the time. But I really think that they're going to have different final evolutions of the three starters. But do you think they're going to change it up? I think they're going to change it up because it looks like basically from kind of the lore of what they're setting up is that a lot of the pokemon have different evolutions or look different based on the weather and like they have to adapt to the climate so i'm thinking 
that the the final evolution of whatever starter you pick is going to have a different final evolution based on the game. So interesting. I, I am also curious to see that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I'm, I'm very curious as well. And I think this is the first time that they're reusing starters too. Yeah. So I noticed that. I was like, that seems interesting. Yeah. So I'm just kind of cool. I Actually, I think that all three of those Pokemon are inspired. I think originally all three of those Pokemon were inspired by different parts of Japanese history. Like, I think, I don't know. I think, like, two of them are based on, like, samurai. Actually, I think all of them are, like, based on different types of samurai. But that could be wrong on that. You'll have to, you should look that one up on your own time. I definitely have seen some videos about that where they break down why those three starters. So that's pretty cool. Dude, the outfits, man, the outfits look sick. Like, I know we kind of, like, mentioned it a little bit earlier, but, like, the shoes in this game actually look cool. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm excited for that. They got, like, the like the sandals with like the socks. I think those look sick. Have you seen those? Yeah, you should look, you should check those out. Watch, next time you watch the trailer, check out their shoes. Cause I don't know the last one. I have like PTSD from the sword shoes, man. <laughs> so finally we got some cool shoes. The outfits look really cool. I mean, it takes place in futile Japan, which like say less. I'm super excited about that. And they kind of talk about that you're going to be joining the Galaxy Expedition team, which it kind of looks like this is going to be the inspiration for what Team Galactic turns into. So I'm really excited to see that. I'm excited to see if maybe possibly there's more in common with the Galaxy Expedition team and Team Galactic than like we originally thought. Also, like it could be that maybe like through the lens of time, like what they really stood for got warped and that's what team galactic is today in the shino region so i'm just interested in all that i'm interested in that also i think if you like look at the trailers they have a lot of ruins so i think it's interesting that they have ruins in a game that is supposed to be the ancient past so i'm just wondering if maybe there's a past further back where pokemon and people live together because i mean there isn't like ruins like in the trailer so i wonder if those are going to play at all i wonder it might just be like a cool scenery thing but i don't know definitely worth thinking about i'm excited about that yeah i mean like bro you can ride the pokemon that's just so sick and the pokeballs have you seen those They're like made of wood yeah those look sick man i'm excited for those and i think that i don't know i'm kind of hoping that i can like put some Pokemon in those balls and then like maybe transfer those Pokemon into my sword game and have some Pokemon with in wood balls in my sword sword and shield game. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to throw some wood balls. Oh, you craft them too. That's a whole nother thing. Like you don't buy them, you craft them based on what's around. Oh, so you, you have to mine the wood. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's made out of berries or like acorns or what it is but somehow you will be making your own pokeballs and like crafting them. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, it looks like the objective of this game is to create the region's first pokedex instead of uh, battling trainers and stuff. So I'm just excited to see how that plays out. I think it's, I think it's going to be a great game, man. I think so too. I think they're going to do a great job with it. And they've had some, how much time to work on it? I mean, year and a half, two years. Yeah, I guess that's something else to, to mention that they've been, I think they've been working on this since Short and Shield released. 
I mean, obviously they made some DLC for Sword and Shield, but there's a different team that's making the yeah. the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which this is the first time the Pokemon companies let another company make one of their games. Like they're making the remake with some of the original team. I think the original game director is on that team as well. So there are definitely like it's a collaboration between that team and Game Freak. But yeah, so I think this is the the next game since. I mean, that came out in 2018, right? I want to say 2019. Yeah, 2019. So, yeah, I mean, this they've been working on this pretty much since then. So, it's exciting to see what they can... I mean, honestly, like, it looks like a pretty big leap from what Pokemon Sword and Shield is to this. So, at least preliminarily. Yeah. And just, honestly, like, we couldn't be more excited about it, and we just wanted to talk about it in this episode. So, thank you so much um, for listening to us. Ready to wrap it up? yeah awesome well thank you guys so much again yeah just thanks thanks a ton and thanks to our patreons this last episode that we made for our patrons was i don't know we kind of talked about a lot of stuff we talked about movies and books we're watching or that movies we're watching books we're reading we just yeah. kind of talked about all that stuff definitely go tune in that one was a pretty pretty fun one to record we talked about a lot of yeah a lot of books we're reading things we're into it's a good one. Check it out. Yeah, it was a good one. We also we talked about our feelings. Yeah. And uh I <laughs> I talked about the new the new line of the Star Wars universe, which is the High Republic. Yeah. When they're it's like a thousand, couple of thousand years before wow. before Star Wars as we know it today. So if you're interested in any of that, like you can support us on Patreon for as little as one dollar. And it also it occurs to me that we have not really broken down how this works before. So Patreon is kind of like a an app that allows us to to make a paywall so that we can still create a podcast and then we can just put it behind like a digital paywall. So you'd have to pay pay to view it. And we are doing that just as a way to kind of support the channel and pay for the editing costs. Is, I mean, because we both uh, do this out of pocket. If you have an iPhone or a Google phone, you can just download the Patreon app. And I think you can sign up with as little as like an email and a credit card. And you can literally pledge as little or as much to us um, as you want. And it, any help, like, is really appreciated. So thanks so much for that. Um, you can follow us on YouTube. I recently posted a video where it's the first time in VR. So you can hear Carter's voice in the background as well as me just goofing around in VR. And you can see, like, what, what my body's doing and what what is on the screen, what I see. So pretty cool you should check that out brandon did a stream recently that he's probably going to throw up on the youtube i'm um, playing some 2k i'm going to talk about that is that the new 2k yeah that's the um next gen 2k and yeah i streamed for about an hour it's pretty fun i streamed the my career mode and yeah go watch me shoot some threes i'm going to post that on, on the youtube so were you a, a rookie and now you're a pro or are you still playing through that season so i was just playing one game Oh, it took it took a whole hour to play one game. I played no, I played like two games actually. I was gonna say, dang, that's crazy. I don't know how people put the time in. Can you make the game shorter in my career? Yeah, you can. You can go into the settings and make the quarters like five minutes long, which I think that's what I'm at. I'm at the default. What are your overall thoughts? They just kind of right out of the gate. I think this is the best one they've made in a while. Oh, damn, that's exciting. So yeah, go check that out on our YouTube, and that'll be up shortly. And gosh, thank you all so much for watching again. Until next time, peace in the streets.